0: Underneath Lucifer and Michael in the great play acting of good and evil are the angels of Lucifer and the angels of Michael. And underneath all of that are the God-inspired men and the Satan-inspired men.
1: There for, your, for your people, put it right there. I yo. This is a podcast going on, you know what I'm saying? John here doing my favorite thing on a
2: Sunday afternoon.
1: You're listening to the American Freedom and God podcast presented by JPF and Associates and the JohnPFox.com training portal and classroom where we share commentary, wisdom, and counsel. This is a weekly podcast show. Thank you for tuning in. Lawlessness and decay of the meaning of law the people who run the current white house pay huge amounts of money To bring millions of people to the southern border through NGOs giving them money food shelter and clothing and phones They want you to think it is not true That is just a little brief of today's show guys. We're gonna go into it today I brought a sound bite from Mark Levin um law expert and constitutional expert and advisor from previous administration mark levin we're going to be listening in to uh his opinion on this horrible bill that was out recently that was up for vote i'm kind of glad they shot that one down what do you know <laughs> um also the convention of states guys let's not forget there may be a way out of this ultimately some people are losing their uh you have to just losing faith in what's going to happen if these people in power continue to destroy america and turn it into what they're about to turn it into and they're just losing faith or if we don't they're saying things like if we don't do this in 2024 we're done but here's one thing they forgot to mention let's say the democrats win in 2024 and continue to destroy america and the budget and everything else that we got going on in this country Let's say they do that in 2024 and get and get, get that done somehow, in some way. We know they don't have the votes, but let's say they do it anyway somehow, kind of like they did in 2020. Um, it's not over with that, guys, because in our United States Constitution, Article 5, there is a provision that the founders added, just in case tyranny did take over. It's called the Convention of States. So we're going to get into that a little bit today. Marcus impeachment... Did not go off in the vote yesterday, so they lost by two votes. Tells you right there that there are rhinos that absolutely do not want to vote for anything that's going to stop what's happening right now at the border. Maracas is in charge of that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He is the Homeland Security Chief, so it is up to him to say, No, we can't have this. I'm here to protect the homeland. He's not doing that he's he's waving them in with the ngos debbie what's an ngo just in case uh
2: non-governmental organizations
1: these non-governmental organizations are everywhere they're making it a smooth ride for anybody around the world that wants to come to the united states right now illegally and it is illegal but they're making it they're they're, they're aiding and abetting to this legal activity and so that's what the NGOs are all about you know what even Catholic charities are doing I think it's just everybody is being blinded by power and money
2: it's so a front
1: so if at the end of the day if I if I got millions of dollars in, in my business or in my account I mean millions of dollars that I get to live with and work with after at the end of the day I don't care if millions of people come to America I'm just thinking about that millions of dollars I, I got the feeling that that's what these charities and NGOs are all about just what they have at the end of the day.
2: Yeah, I think, and, yeah, they're they're like a front for people that are up to something that they use these uh, charities in front of them, right?
1: So yeah, so you can see guys that even though as the American people are in charge of their own nation, the sovereign nation of the United States of America, that it's ruled by the people, a democracy, even though you can see that it is the power is slipping away to the government that refuses to understand that there are laws for for not just Republicans or people who support republicans but there are laws even for them that they, they refuse to see it that way that's called tyranny they're, they're gonna take over and they're gonna decay the meaning of law so today's title guys lawlessness and the decay of the meaning of law you're listening to john p fox your host of the american freedom and god podcast and as always with uh, i am joined with the production uh, chief Deborah. and <laughs> we'll just leave it at that so i have had over you know a hundred episodes prior to this when deborah came on board it's just it it just lit up everything that i'm doing so i said i'm going to keep doing this anyways getting on with it today's hope message is with david jeremiah david jeremiah.org you can go there and get any of his archives you can you know listen in to any of his sermons he is one of the most brilliant scholars of what exactly is written in the holy bible there is from cover to cover a lot to know about from the bible god's word and through man god's word was written into the scrolls and uh became the holy bible and so david is one of these scholars that has so studied it so much that he's yeah, one of my favorites to bring to the podcast for our hope mess we can't talk about what's going on with american politics what's going on with our freedoms without bringing you some hope and that hope message is very important we're going to be in revelation 12 for a little bit today and then as our health segment arrives towards the end of the show guys we like to talk about what is healthy and you know here's the thing a lot of people are doing that you can get on youtube and it's all about health this and health that and you're showing guys that are ripped, you know, with, with all these abs and biceps and everything, talking about whether or not you should eat a piece of pizza. And it's just and it just goes on. Everybody's suddenly an expert. But it's, did you ever notice that the experts are always these perfectly built people?
2: Well, that certainly <laughs> helps sell it. Yeah, that it? certainly
1: helps sell it. <laughs> That's one of the lessons we learned uh, back in sales class. Sell by... Um... Example. <laughs> let's put it that way. I was gonna say something else, guys, but we're gonna leave that behind. Um, so let's get right to it. The people who run the, you know, the current White House, they pay huge amounts of money to bring millions of people over to the southern border, so that through NGOs they can give them money, they can give them food, shelter, and clothing, and phones, and it's a smooth pathway to the southern border. They get out, you know, the train or the van or the car at that point, and they are completely looking like they just had, uh, you know, everything that a person could ever want in their life. And they got a, uh, a child uh, in their arm or whatever, and and, and it looks like brand new clothes on, brand new shoes, they got phones. It doesn't look like they walk no thousands of miles from, uh, you know, Central America on up through Mexico or anything like that.
2: You know, I just read a statistic this morning. Mm. Over a million illegals have entered this country since October.
1: And that, that's increased... From Uh, the the previous months. We're talking four months. That's that's a lot, guys. We do know that without counting all the getaways, that there's at least 9 million additional people added onto the soil of American continent. And what we're going to have to do, guys, is really, in a humanitarian way, we're going to have to address this eventually. We're going to have to say, look. We know you came back, you know, in 2020, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, 23, and in 24. We know you came here then, and unfortunately, it's illegal. And I know Joe Biden opened the door for you, but unfortunately, Joe Biden is no longer in the office. And we're going to have to do something about this. This can't stand. We can't. There's already 330 million, as an example, there's approximately 330 million Americans. We don't need another nine that ain't Americans at all. So I think uh, I kind of get the feeling that the the NGOs, the, the White House, the Democrats, the deep state, the unseen, the, actually, because Joe Biden can't hardly think for himself. It, it, it's obvious. Mm-hmm. So there's there's other groups that are doing this stuff, and then Joe's just signing Because they're convincing them to sign it. Say, look, Joe, just trust us. We'll get it done. Mm -hmm. These people are letting the 9 million plus in. And if you count the getaways, unfortunately, guys, it's going to make you throw up probably, but you can double that number. It's probably more like 18 million. We're going to spend a few years uh, having to figure out a way to get them back out of here. You're never going to get them all, but you've got to let them know, no, you didn't just become an American just because Joe Biden said you did. You've got to let them know that in, an, in a humanitarian kind of way. Yes. And I think that's what needs to happen. But I mean, I've I would like to just continue on this monologue just for a few minutes before we get over to reading a couple headlines at Getter News. But I'm looking at this and I'm seeing these crowds of people. as fills the entire TV screen. And it's as far as the eye can see. Do you ever look out and gaze at the horizon, say at the Everglades or something, and you look as far as the eye can see at sunset? Yes. It's a long way back there, isn't the, it? Mm-hmm. The horizon to to a human, the horizon just seems like I don't know, 200 miles away. Especially if there's no obstruction, or if you're looking across the ocean, mm-hmm. you see that horizon. You see where the cloud is actually going down at the horizon, and the sun is coming up or whatever. And in our case, uh, going down <laughs> because it's nighttime. But I'm thinking. As far as that is, imagine it being, I don't know, a mile wide crowd of people that far back into the distance. That's what it looks like on the TV screen, and that's what we're seeing every day, and we are starting to go, what? I mean, I understood. We always had an immigration problem. People want to come to America. They'd rather do it here than whatever tyranny they were living with there. If anyone understands that, well, I can't say if anyone, but I am someone that can absolutely understand that. And so that is the reason for it. But we understood that over the years and and hundreds of um, people were getting across the border illegally while the same amount, if not three or four times as many, are trying to do it through the front door. So you come across the border at the bridge, The border control uh, opens up the gate, they ask you what you want, what's going on, you got a passport, okay, or uh, you're going to apply for citizenship, and I, I guess that's how it works, but, and on the other hand, if you're coming across the border illegally, border patrol catches up with you. They show up, say, what are you doing? Well, we're we're claiming amnesty. We're claiming amnesty. Okay, so I I get how that works. And that's always been there. Mm -hmm. This is not new. Mm -hmm. But look at what's happening now, and your your jaw drops to, to the ground. There is no nation on earth that can just allow that and sustain it. No. It's just like allowing what Powell's uh deficiency warnings are um he's saying uh jerome powell is saying that uh, there's no way that we could possibly sustain the national debt as it is right now and continue resolution and resolving uh each fiscal um you know vote for the fiscal year the way we have been there's no way it's sustainable and so Guys, obviously, when I do this podcast, there's a lot of fields of study I'm not an expert in, so please bear with. But I will get to the nuts and bolts. You know. We'll get we'll get that right down to it. So I'm just saying, when I look at that sea of people, and um, it's coming into the United States, whether we like it or not, I'm starting to see that there is going to be problems with this, especially if it turns out that all of the sudden. You know tens and thousands of them are not getting what they need their daily life it's it's starting to be a problem unrest happens from there um theft and you know taking what they you know i'll get mine that mentality starts setting in what are you as an american citizen from the day you were born to 60 years later American citizen? what are you gonna do now that they're allowing this all right so all i want to say to that is The people in the White House, I'm not saying Joe Biden, I'm saying the people at the White House that caused Joe to sign what Joe signs Mm -hmm. don't like you. They don't like you. Sorry, guys, they don't like you. They don't like the Americans anymore. I don't think they ever did. What they do like is the idea that they can set up a system. It's basically just like war, only it's doing it without the guns and the tanks. They can set up a system that takes you over. Right. Whether you like it or not. And many casualties will be a result. Yes, This is exactly what is happening. Now, if you go up with your microphone and try to interview any one of those millions of people as they're coming in and ask them those questions, are you taking over America? They'll say, well, no, no, we're just coming here to get a better life. Really? An entire nation and another nation and another nation, one after the other, coming to get a better life? Mm -hmm. Does this not, see, but each individual doesn't see it that way. No. They just think, as long as I can get in, and if I can survive this thing, I will be an American. I will be able to live there, and I will be able to build my business. I'm not worried about these other 18 million people. I'm just worried about me. So if you start to interview each one, you're going to get sentiment like that. Um, Those that are here nefariously aren't going to admit it.
2: They're not going
1: to be interviewed. <laughs> so we had some Chinese people get um, somewhat interviewed the other day. I'm talking about two days ago. This uh, being February's, uh the 7th of 2024. So we're still in that very first month. But they're asking these Chinese people that, uh, why are you coming to America? And they're just like, well, we we were, you know. Told to come here, that everything will be much better. And we, I, one woman said, I lost my business back when COVID came out, and they did all the shutdowns. It destroyed my daycare business. And I, at that point, I'm like, I understand. I totally get it. You want to go to America? You don't want st- to. If you stay there, it the dark just gets darker and darker. The gloomy gets gloomier and gloomier. Pretty soon, the tyrants tell you exactly what you're going to eat and when you're gonna eat it and when you go to bed, when you wake up and do it all over again and you're gonna be like, why am I existing? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like if you've ever talked to somebody who's been incarcerated, each day they get a certain foods, each day the the, the hours go by and it's a certain way or they're playing cards at the day room and now they're locked down in the cell and then now they're at the cafeteria eating that same food and it's like in the outside I would never eat this because i never liked this and i don't even think this is good for me Mm -hmm. but the people that run the prison are saying i don't care what you like you're eating this Mm -hmm. if you want to stay alive Mm -hmm. well i guess it was like that for her back in china after they did all those shutdowns and lockdowns and then took away their businesses and now they exist that way i'll give you what i'll give you and that's all you're ever going to get man i understand it if anyone can understand it i can't do here i go again i'm not going to say if anyone but i certainly get that um We have to keep in mind that to be a human means to want to have some sense of, you know, acknowledgement. Most humans have some sort of deity in their mind. They they like to look to the sky for something bigger than themselves. And they have to have a sense of acknowledgement, a sense of um, personability. And when that's all stripped away from you, you're even told what to wear and what you can have to wear. Let, let's say you're irritated by putting a certain fabric on. You get a rash. is your skin reacts to it. And let's say you don't have air conditioning. So you're always sweating. So you, What a miserable life you would have to live. Being told exactly how and what. <laughs> so I'm going to leave that right there. But this is what's going on guys. You, the group of people that are running the United States. And getting Joe Biden to sign whatever it is they want. The unseen people that are doing this, this is what they're doing. I'm going to read it one more time. The people who run the current United States or the White House pay huge amounts of money to bring millions of people to the southern border through NGOs, giving them money, food, shelter, and clothing, and phones, and telling them, we're going to take care of you. You're going to have new card, debit cards. You don't, And we're even going to get, get it to where you can go to work, vote, and you can be the new Americans basically what they're being advertised about and we're not seeing it. They don't want us to know.
2: You know, why are they doing it though?
1: Well, let's let's ask that to the Congress first. Um, do you think that anybody uh, in the House of Representatives has been born into this situation where they're indoctrinated a certain way and they're told no, you go into politics just like dad mm-hmm. or mom, mm-hmm. and you, you're going to grow up and go into it too, and this is what you're going to do. And did you know it's backed by millions of dollars? So do you think there's anyone in the Congress that is seeing the same thing I'm seeing today, somebody who's um, an ordinary American that just wants his freedom? Do you think they're seeing it like that?
2: It doesn't seem like too many of those ordinary people make it up that rank, do they? Right. Only a few get there.
1: So this group of people that's actually doing all this, bringing the, the the people to the southern border, giving them all the money, food, shelter, and clothing, they are also, they can very well be shut down by yeah. the power of the purse. All, they, all we need is a Congress that recognizes it the same way. So what do you think causes Congress, both the Senate and House of Representatives, to not see that, to defund this White House, from what it's doing. Or these NGOs.
2: I, I think blackmail. Why else would they keep be do, doing it? Are they getting paid off? Or I mean, why did those two rhinos by, vote not to impeach New exactly. Yorkers? That's I mean, exactly a good okay. question.
1: Exactly why I brought that up. There are always two to make the vote go the wrong way right. f- for the good, from the good back exactly. to the evil. And I'm t- calling it evil because I'm calling it what it is. When you allow the takeover of a nation such as has been going on in history, it, it, you are definitely, you're being flat out evil to that nation's people. And so, again, guys, we did, in the, in the Article 5 of the Constitution, we did include um, the provision for the people, in case this ever happened, that the United States government would be tyrants, would turn to tyranny, let me ask you a question. If they turn to tyranny, would if if it ever, government ever got out of control, like it is, do you think that based on the amendments to the Constitution, they would say, oh, okay, Constitution says that uh, it's ruled by the people and that they're sovereign. Uh, do you think they'll ever give back that power to the people just because it says that?
2: You have to take it
1: back. You have to take it back. They absolutely would not just offer it back to you. We're going to get a soundbite today um, from Mark Meckler who started the movement with Convention of States. Uh, it's basically going over that a little bit. I'm to, I'd like to, It's going to be my pleasure to play that for you guys today. I'm going to bring the stuff that matters the most to the American Freedom and God podcast. And if the government ever got out of control and took over every law and became it became up to them whether or not somebody's breaking the law or somebody's innocent do you think they'd ever give that power back especially if it's the money that they're controlling and the sovereignty of the american people so i'm not going to try to intermix that thought with what's going on with the economy or the stock market or the fed or or any other economical subject matter but you got to know that politics and economics are intertwined. It gets very devastating. As a matter of fact, if I go right now to Getter headlines, the first one I see in the sidebar, uh, guys, Getter.com is a social networking site. Anybody that's new to that, you can just go to Getter.com. It's G-E-T-T-R.com. There's no E at the end. This is like... uh, this is a social networking that has developed since July 4th of 2020, and they're just as uh, big, if not bigger now, than Twitter or any other social net even Facebook. It's as big as Facebook now, so you can go over there and check that out. I like it. I've been away from Facebook since I saw what Mark Zuckerboy did at, during the 2020 election with his money, how he decided he didn't like what was going on and he wanted to see this election go the other way, so he contributed to that.
2: Since, usually
1: since that happened i kind of stopped using facebook but you know what i will use it ironically still i'll just create an account and have no profile pic and use facebook for what i need it for like you need marketplace do you need to have um a, a conversation with family member whatever but you know after that though i i, I really had to leave facebook so i ended up over at com. as soon as they came out i was one of the first uh... probably hundred thousand users to get on board so from day one we're looking over at the sidebar and there's always some interesting headlines it is the current the most current uh, issues in the United States, it's its headlines sometimes can be a little challenge to read or to make uh, sense of. If you're into this stuff, if it's all you ever do, if like you're a journalist or a writer or you're, you, know, you work with the, the Post or somebody, then you're more used to it than, say, somebody like little old me. <laughs> but I'm going to try anyway. Powell's deficient warnings jostle lawmakers, economists. Jerome Powell's caution on the unsustainable national debt now you guys when you type those various words you'll get the entire article just kind of look at who the results are from though before you go there because you know there are some places you probably would not want to read on from like the alphabet news for example the new york times wall street journal some of these rags are not going to tell you what you need what the real truth is alex soros predicts that donald trump will either end up in prison or regain power in the 2024 election among other forecasts. Alex, you have such an insight there and foresight. How did you see that?
2: Well, that shows you their big plan, <laughs> doesn't it? I mean, they're throwing everything at Trump to I get know. him in jail.
1: I know, but you can ask the average 16-year-old girl walking on on the Main Street, uh, Ma'am, what do you think is going to happen come the next election with Donald Trump? Well, he's either going to go to jail or he's going to end up in power because everyone's voting for him. I mean, anyone sees that, so I'm not surprised, uh, you know, at the headlines. So how is that even news? Moving on. MRNA COVID-19 vaccines caused more deaths than saved. Peer-reviewed study. Um, okay, so it really doesn't read too well. More deaths than saved. Uh, so study claims that the, R- the MRNA COVID-19 vaccines It's just really not doing the job as a matter of fact they're killing people rather than saving their lives that one is difficult for me to go deep into right now I have chosen not to do deep dives on COVID-19 vaccines because it's it's going to take somebody's more diligent in their studies but I believe every word of it because I've seen it with my own two eyes as well you know when you go to sources that are willing to tell the truth you're seeing stuff that will never be reported on uh, Mika and Joe's uh, MSNBC show.
2: Absolutely right. Absolutely
1: never be reported there. Um, Kobe, uh, Todd, what, what was the, the country star that just died?
2: Oh, Toby Keith.
1: Toby Keith. Sorry about that. I, I get names mixed up. Basketball players, country music. Kind of a uh, old rocker from way back. But Toby Keith recently dropped from cancer. Right. And they call it turbo cancer.
2: Well, it was stomach cancer with him, but um, I've read lots of reports from oncologists that are seeing turbo cancers, cancers coming out of the blue with... Hmm. what would take three to five years coming out in less than 18 months and just wrecking havoc on people
1: point being this COVID-19 vaccine seems to be hurting people more than it's helping them and i am praying to god that i don't just drop dead with some kind of turbo cancer since i did take the vaccine right there early on when it first came out trump was still in office i took the vaccine Because I listened and I didn't want to infect others. And I didn't want to die from it myself. So I listened and I took the vaccine. Whether or not I live uh, another minute after I finish this podcast, I don't even know. But all we can do is pray to God and have faith, guys. And so I'm living proof of what faith can do if I do live beyond this little study. Next uh, headline before we move on to our first soundbite. Immigration New York City. Mayor Adams uh defends this controversial 53 million prepaid card program for the migrant families in new york city there so uh sanctuary city saying bring them on first it was like no 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 i can't handle all this is too many people greg abbott sending all these people to new york i can't take it what's going on and then he got up there on the microphone saying all that he's getting very frustrated And then uh, next thing you know, uh, now he's back to the microphone saying, well, you know, I kind of like this 53 million prepaid card program for the migrant families. I'm all for it now. So who's to say what's going on there? But uh, there you have it. These headlines are like a revolving door. Uh, Dozens killed in Pakistan bombings day before elections. And this is nothing new to hear about coming from the Middle East. Ever since I was born in 1962, uh, we've been getting news about in the Middle East. Ever since a Democrat ever got in the White House, these uh, little scrimmages and wars and killings of each other in the Middle East have been going on. And you noticed that when Trump was in there, it was very peaceful and quiet over in the Middle East. Extremely. I wonder why that was.
2: Because hmm, it's you been wonder, going on.
1: Makes you wonder. It's that we've had other Republican presidents, but see, Trump's not as actually a Republican.
2: He's a businessman.
1: He's a uh, he's being he's, sensible,
2: and he's using common sense.
1: So that's why they're attacking him. That's
2: why they don't want him. Of that's course. why they hate him. He's not part of the system.
1: The cabal is kind yeah, of a globalist thing. Yeah and since Trump says no I have no part I of know. that I'm a straight up person they want to kill it just, them get yeah, them out get the media to say all the bad things right. you could possibly dream up get Hillary Clinton to pay Christopher Steele to write a, a, a bogus yeah. dossier which talks about uh, Russia, Russia, Russia and the collusion talks about having hookers in a Russian right. hotel right. Right. Um, the just, whole
2: thing was fake anything
1: you can do to, to make people hate Trump let's do that now and Whoa. that's exactly what they started doing people do
2: hate Trump because of all that propaganda
1: they knew that would go that way and it worked well you know the people that were standing by hitler knew that if they could divide the the germans that some would fall in line and someone would believe every word of it and the others that didn't well they would be the ones destroyed so it's exactly how they do things guys we're gonna get into our next sound bite idf says troops killed dozens of Hamas gunmen Khan Young it's over past day you know, and people want to people want to back this. And I understand it. You, you're passionate. You don't want to see the killing. You don't want to see the, the war. You want to back. The, you, there was a, I don't know if it was a male or female or anything in between. But there was this person on the short, the video shorts that you can watch, you know, pretty much anywhere, saying that, um, I hate Israel. Israel doesn't deserve to exist. Israel, I, I want to see every one of them gone forever. And I was just like, you know, if Israel doesn't deserve to exist, then why then do you think you deserve to exist? So God created man, right? And so if God created man, and you're now you're standing there having been created, saying that these other men created shouldn't be allowed to exist, that means you think you're God, mm. basically. <laughs> Although their shallow mind wasn't thinking of it like that, but somebody with oversight, listening to them talk, can see it like that if they can't don't deserve to exist and neither do you um israel israelites have been around since day one and that they are god's special chosen people if you just believe in god first and then read the bible you start to see it all you start to realize it the ones that want israel dead that's been there all along too they even wanted jesus dead as soon as he stepped foot on the planet So, guys, it is time now. Oh, yeah, by the way, Tucker has got himself a little interview to show everybody. might be able to catch that. Um, There is a link at justinnews.com here showing that Tucker was talking to Vladimir Putin. Um, You know, I get the feeling that over the years people were saying Putin is a big thug and he's a murderer and he just wants to take over the world. But I get the feeling that um, he's not as bad as they're saying. Not that I would approve of anything he's doing because I don't know enough about that. But what if the, the Americans, all they know about Putin is propaganda?
2: Absolutely.
1: It's just starting to dawn on me. Absolutely. What if that's all we ever knew about him?
2: You kinda. know what I heard about Putin years ago? When he uh, kind of got in control and whatnot, he kicked out a lot of American uh, businesses and globalist business. He wanted to be pro-Russia. He also wanted to be the world's largest producer of organic food in his country because he knew that this foreign food was poisoning his people and he wanted his people strong. And he also kicked out a lot of these pharmaceuticals with a lot of these vaccines that were injecting his people. So to me, when I heard that, I thought, well, that doesn't sound so stupid.
1: Honestly, if I was a Russian citizen, I would want a leader that cared about us.
2: Absolutely. The young people love Putin.
1: Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you got to ask, well, then why is he trying to take over Ukraine? Well, you need to be a scholar of Amer- of, of world history and geopolitics before you can ever answer that question. Well, why he's trying I don't to think him. it was
2: a problem until NATO, they joined NATO, and then they wanted to put all those missiles and stuff on the border. There you go. The
1: there you go. Also, we we know that um, leaders in America, many leaders in America and others who came from to America and set up shop here, well, they had a big stake in Ukraine from some way or another, or they wouldn't be insisting that we get over there and keep fighting and keep giving oh. them the money.
2: Oh, I think that's quite the rabbit hole. <laughs> and the
1: money, does it actually go to bombs and stuff? Uh, it disappears, like everything
2: It just everything disappears. Else. And it yeah. Gets,
1: okay. But I, I just saw that, and uh, I was getting ready to go to my first but until I saw that. I had to say something about that. Mark Levin is talking about this bill, this awful bill. Embarrassing bill for, for Chuck Schumer, the, the you know leader of the Senate, the majority leader of the Senate, Chuck Schumer. And I suppose the Oklahoma senator uh, together, I think a couple others, they had drafted this awful bill about, you know what, guys, we can codify this invasion if we just pass this bill. But Mark's trying to say, no, wait a minute. You don't need another bill. We don't need another law. All we need to do is enforce the ones we already have. This new bill thing, it's a joke. That's what he's saying. So, what it
2: is is a tactic to start spending money the way they want to spend money and they label it mm-hmm. that the Republicans don't want the border. It's just a political tactic. It's
1: a political tactic. Now that they're, the millions and millions have, have been um, given a red carpet ride into America, now they need more money to, to take care of them, get them ready to vote and all this other stuff oh, they want to do. it's
2: a big plan. So
1: it's a big plan. It's a lot bigger than you might know. But... At the same time, Joe and Meeker are saying these Republicans won't pass a bill that will correct our problems. But he's losing it right there in front of the camera.
2: Propagandists, propagandists, <laughs>
1: propagandists. Oh, Joe, we know exactly what you're up to. Well, so, we do, but a
2: lot of people
1: don't. I wish they did. I wish they would just, you know, kind of open their minds and yeah, listen in, the guys. Whole listen. Thing. yeah, listen to the whole thing. Um, here we are, Mark Levin talking about this very
3: subject. bet Joe Biden right now, right now, right here in front of millions of listeners, $1 million, that he has the power today, right this minute, to secure the border, to take steps to secure the border. He doesn't need this legislation. He is a power that has been used under different authorities for more than half a century by presidents of both parties one million dollars right now enough of this conga line of ruling class liars and propagandists democrats media special interests telling us they need some more legislation I can get on the phone with Biden right now. Probably need an interpreter because I don't speak gibberish and that's his language. And tell him exactly how to do it. One million dollars. He can use his communist Chinese money. I'll use real American money. That he can secure the border. Starting tonight. Now, there's a lot going on on the floor of the House, so I want to speak to what's being voted on and what's being discussed. First, to my friends in the Freedom Caucus, you're going to have a bill come to the floor on whether you're going to support munitions for Israel. Never again means never again. Not never again with IRS offsets. We're over $300 trillion in debt. And munitions for Israel changes none of it. The debt is largely, hugely on autopilot, with most of it resulting from so-called entitlements. Most of these Republicans and others don't have the guts to tackle that. Period. If they do, where's the proposal? From the Freedom Caucus or anybody else? As for discretionary spending, we need members of Congress who will use their heads. Prioritize one dollar from the other. You don't slash defense spending as an example to fund EVs and every other left-wing project to offset. As I said earlier on radio the other day, the Democrats won't be in the minority forever and they will blow through any debt limit as they always do since one congress cannot force another congress to adhere to its decisions. That said, I'm for shutting down the government if that's what it takes this budget cycle to deal with what's in front of us right now, profligate spending and borrowing. But these so-called spending budget hawks have done absolutely nothing to promote permanent changes which can only be achieved through article five convention of states there is no other way some of them give it lip service but rarely and barely others even oppose it none of them have lifted a finger to actively and relentlessly support it in the states not one of them i've looked and i've checked they haven't even formed an organized effort a serious effort to support it instead they beat their chest they bang their heads against the wall and accomplished little, in fact, accomplished nothing.
1: Good point. Mark is uh, obviously after this bill, the attempt to pass this awful bill to uh, codify the invasion of the United States, as Steve Bannon would put it. Mark is livid, and not, not to throw a pun out there, is with the name Levin, but he's livid. And uh, I just say Mark is totally. You know, talking in a higher voice right there, because, you know, we are still human beings, emotional beings, and it gets under your skin, especially if you've always been tuned in to a certain subject, and you're you're a scholar at it, one of the finest in the world, an expert at it. In his case, it's law, it's constitutional law. Um, This thing has got to be driving him crazy. Absolutely nuts.
2: It's driving me crazy, and I'm no Mark Levin.
1: (laughs) And what he did mention, yeah, me too. (laughs) What he did mention, though, that I I think is is fascinating, is no matter what the people do to try to destroy this country, Article 5 of the Constitution is going to be much easier to uh, put into flourishing, to to come to pass, to put into action, to implement. It's going to be much easier because... Now, see, you got to have 33 states. Now, I could be within one or two, but I'm pretty sure I remember this correctly. you got to have 33 states need to sign on before you can call a convention. Once that happens, it's it. The legislature, the federal legislature, loses power, and all power goes to state legislature. Mm -hmm. Then they have a convention. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the convention, they have a new resolved article to the Constitution that allows for a new law, new spending, new money. Everything gets started over, rebooted. All uh, The debt and everything that uh, goes to foreign, whoever bought the debt, I'm not sure how that works. I'm not sure that our children and their children are going to be enslaved and paying back that debt or not. But I do know with the Article 5 of the Constitution, the Convention of States, implemented, I do know that it is a reboot of our legislative body redoing the power at the federal level based on the, the, the say-so of the states. It's kind of like this: the, the people are sovereign. They don't need government to tell them what to do. It is the people that give consent for what the government ought to be or not ought to be doing. It's, it's based on the consent of the governed. Who is the governed? The people. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking with what's happening right now, of all the millions of people being ushered, they're, they're not coming to the United States, they're being ushered in absolutely. on a magic carpet.
2: Absolutely. And then
1: what's happening, when all the states finally see this, give or take the few Democrats that want to block them, the judges, the appeals court that blocked uh, the, the uh, whether or not, uh, well, there's a D.C. appeals court that said uh, Trump can't have immunity. That was a mistake. That's absolutely a mistake. Because if he can't have immunity, neither can Obama, neither can Biden, neither can Bush, neither can Clinton. Neither can, they can all suddenly be charged and indicted for murder for everything because they have no immunity.
2: Mm-hmm. Because
1: the court just started that whole thing the other day. There you go. You don't get immunity. Okay, then none of them. Can. Okay, That's right. I, I regress. <laughs> I regress. <laughs> but I'm thinking when all the states see what's happening at this point, and. Mark Meckler's movement to call a convention comes up again. They're going to say, let's do it. You know why? Because they can't stand what's happening to the United States either, no more than we can. Even though there'll be one or two gabbles pounding on a judge's desk saying, no, no, no. But one or two is not going to be enough. The majority of the people are the consent of the governed. It's all there is to it. That's what we have to keep in mind. It's the consent consent of the governed. Guys, I was wondering... If you've ever heard of the movement of the Convention of States it's it's not so much that it's a movement uh, started by Mark Meckler I I believe probably started somewhere even before Mark but he's the one that said no I'm gonna take this thing and run with it and I'm just wondering if you guys ever heard of the Convention of States in in the Constitution itself so last week I brought up from uh, constitution.gov. I brought up uh, an article on whether or not we have the rights to um, keep safe our own state, you know, as a governor, and I brought that up and read that to you, uh, Article 4, Section 4, and and we, we read that about the, the sovereignty that Greg Abbott and, you know, the control he has over his own state. You know, we kind of went through that. It was easy to do. I just found it. It was, it was on the Constitution.gov website. But I wonder if you guys ever went there and read Article 5, which is on that same in that same Constitution. You know, you can buy a Constitution right now, Debbie, and it used to be the Constitution, a little scroll you know, in several pages,
2: mm-hmm.
1: all the articles, the Bill of Rights, yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, I bought them when the yes. kids were little, sure. And for about a hundred bucks right now, you can order a copy of the Constitution from D.C. and have it sent to your house. And did you know it's more like a big old fat book now, how many times it's been amended mm-hmm. and remended <laughs> and commented? I don't know about commended. But yeah, so it has changed considerably as far as what's there and what's written. Well, with the Convention of States, you can just throw that out and reboot and go back to the original scroll genius <laughs> and when you know these guys are talking about it right here i'm going to go ahead and play it because they're going to make i can't do it justice they're, they're going to tell you when that came about the whole thought of the convention when it came about let's let's just listen in i can't do it
4: justice philadelphia pennsylvania the very place where the constitution was done and the Declaration of Independence. I'm Rick Green, America's Constitution Coach, here with Mark Meckler. And Mark, if you had been in this room, when it happened, when the Constitution was created and George Mason stands up at the very end to say, hey guys, wait a minute, we messed up, we got a real problem here, what would you do? I'd have probably been irritated. <laughs> Sit down, you hear the grumbling. Yeah, right? yeah, they like, like Come let's on, go home. Man, it's two day-
5: <laughs> September 15, 1787, two days before the end of convention. You guys have heard the story. It's hot in here. Like, they didn't have HVAC back then, so it's hot. The windows are boarded up. They're all irritated by now. They want to go home. Mason stands to address the men, and he says, we have a terrible problem with the document we've drafted. I can hear the groans now. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, George again. again, Yeah. And he says, we've given the power to the federal government to propose amendments should they deem them necessary, but we've not given the same power to the people acting through the states.
4: Now, i got to stop you there. Back up. They've been here for all those weeks to create a federal government. They've redesigned the whole thing. The Constitution is designed. Here's our three branches of government. Here's what states can do. Here's what federal government can do. They've created all of that. And he's saying, wait a minute, we have a problem.
5: Yeah, and there's a a little bit of lost history in there. Actually, the very first draft that went out to the working committees contained this power. The states had the power. I didn't know that. The federal government didn't, actually. And when it came back, somehow it had been reversed. And so he notices this at the last minute, literally brings this problem up, everybody groans, we think. We don't have the videotape, right? Yeah. But then he asks a question that I think is the real question, and this question resonates across the ages. He says, are we so naive that we believe that a federal government that becomes a tyranny will ever propose amendments to restrain its own tyranny?
4: Now wait, let me put that in country boy language. I'm a country boy. That means if the federal government ever gets out of control, do we really think the very people that stole power, that took it without permission, We'll just give it back we'll just hand it off yeah. to us
5: you know whenever i tell this story in a hall or in a meeting somewhere people laugh yeah and i think that's probably what they did you know we don't have a recording we can kind of tell madison's notes in that point they say nincom it's latin for no comment essentially that's an abbreviation no debate these no guys de- debated everything that's
4: the 1787 version of mic drop exactly right? no, like
5: no. i call it the forehead slap like everybody just went oh my god <laughs> we missed that i can't believe we missed that yeah. And so, Eldridge Gary proposes the second part of Article 5, gives the states two-thirds of them the power to call and convene a convention of states for proposing amendments. Then the vote's taken. I think this part's incredible. Imagine them in this room, right? Ready to go home. It's unanimous. Unanimous. Absolutely. So it was so obvious to them that we had to give this power to the people acting through the states, that there's no debate and it's unanimously adopted.
4: Now let's just summarize that real quick. So they created the Constitution, they created the three branches of government, they created all these different levels of accountability, and they said, we didn't solve everything, in the future there will be issues This will need to be amended. Congress can propose amendments and send it back to the states, and they ratify it. And what George Mason changed, what they actually put in there at the end is, The states can propose amendments. The states come together and propose amendments. And then it goes back to all the states to be ratified. And unanimously, they said, that's a good idea. We need that second mechanism.
5: Yeah, important to remember what that means is they gave the ultimate power not to the federal government, not to Washington, D.C., but to the people in the states.
4: Thank you, George
5: Mason.
1: Now, there's no question about it. They gave the ultimate power to the people. And second in line is the states and the state legislatures. I am so glad... That, the the founding father. You've seen all them people. Didn't it look cool back then, the way everything looked?
2: I love it. I think <laughs> it, it it's so
1: inspiring. <clears throat> look at the woodwork, too. Mark is sitting there in that same room where that where that was all drafted.
2: You know, I and just then, had an idea. <laughs> we should go there with the show and do some videos. There you go. <laughs> I have been there, and it is awesome.
1: Well, I I, I, I could add to that. I'm afraid to go to D.C. because since I'm,
2: you know. Philadelphia.
1: Oh, it's in Philadelphia. That's right. But even then, even Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. If if I go there and they find out I'm a Republican, I might get arrested. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of worried about that anymore. You know. We'll go in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that they decided before we go home. It's hot in here. They didn't have AC back then. Windows are boarded up so that nobody can interfere. Right. fear They want to go home. We're done. We, this took a long time. We're ready. <laughs> Wait. There's one problem. We forgot this one thing that's most important to the future. And by God, it is starting to be the thing, sorry, starting to be the thing that we really have to pay attention to. It is the one thing that can save us. So again, guys, in 2024, if Republican president does not take back the reins of the sovereign United States and give it power back to the people, then everyone else is saying we're done. We're we're officially a tyrant uh, communist country and the, you will be told what to eat sleep and drink and be happy you won't own nothing people are saying that's what will happen uh but here's something they forgot to mention the convention of states and that brings me over yeah don't underestimate the power because when all of this people in the states the governors and the legislatures of each state realizes what's how dire the situation is i know we'll get 33 on board Matter of fact, Mark's movement already has into the numbers somewhere between 22 and 26. Good. He's already got 26 states on board. Good. Just need to get the, the other ones till we reach 33. And believe me, with what's happening now, that's not going to be hard to do. So all is not lost if we don't win in 2024, guys. Just remember that. That is my hope message. But my hope message isn't going to stop there. I have another hope message for you. And this is the American Freedom and God podcast. A lot of times I'll even open with a cold open at the beginning of the show where it is about what God has to say instead of American politics. But I cover both. It's because both are extremely important, but nothing, nothing is important as you believe in, in your creator, as you look into the sky for something bigger than yourself. And th- today, Dr. David Jeremiah from davidjeremiah.org is going to tell you a little bit more ab- about that and what it says in Revelation 12. As we work our way over to the health segment, I want you guys to hear something straight out of God's word. And don't forget. Get on over to conventionofstates.com and sign the petition. The more signatures you have uh, as, uh, as the founders of this movement, the easier it is to get things done. Get over there and sign it. I signed it, and you guys ought to go sign it too. The Convention of States, it can save our country the ability to be free. Let's listen to Dr. David Jeremiah talking about Revelation chapter 12. Well, let's get started with this discussion today of war in heaven. If you have your Bibles,
0: it's Revelation chapter 12. Well, in the 12th chapter of the book of Revelation, we are given an insight into the strategy of Satan as we look at the final war in heaven. Dr. James M. Gray in one of his writings has reminded us that this 12th chapter Is One chapter in a parentheses that gives us a vignette picture at one section of the tribulation If you were to study these next chapters you would discover that there are seven key Personalities that appear on the scene They are the play actors of good and evil who are going to be involved in this great struggle for power Central in the play are the two key characters God and Satan Underneath the key actors, God and Satan, are Lucifer and Michael. Underneath Lucifer and Michael in the great play acting of good and evil are the angels of Lucifer and the angels of Michael. And underneath all of that are the God-inspired men and the Satan-inspired men there is a great war going on in the universe and that war is culminating now in the heavens as we understand the 12th chapter and the first nine verses now the 12th chapter verses 1 through 9 is easily divided into three sections I wanted to call the first section Wonder Woman but I decided not to do that in reality that's what the text says there are two wonders and a war. Wonder number one, wonder number two, and the war. And we're going to look at each of these in detail so that we can define what is happening and understand the details of the war that finally comes in heaven. Now notice, first of all, the great wonder in heaven the word wonder in the text is not the normal Greek word for wonder that is usually found translated by that English word it is a word that is found often in the Gospel of John that is the Greek word "semeion." it is translated by the word sign and here in Revelation we are told that there appeared a great sign in heaven and that is the word that is also translated in verse 3 where we are told there is another sign So at the beginning of the chapter, there are two signs, or two wonders, that John is going to tell us about. Now the first sign, or the first wonder in heaven, is described like this. A woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars, and she being with child cried, travailing in birth, and pained to be delivered. Now remember, that is not an actual person, but that is a sign. It is a reminder or a picture. It is not a photograph. It is an image telling us about a certain event that we need to understand. Now I need to tell you that there is probably not anything in the book of Revelation that has provoked more diverse ideas than this first wonder of Revelation 12. For instance, the Christian scientists teach that the woman is Mary Baker Glover Patterson Eddy and the man child that is born to her is the Christian science religion and uh, the dragon that wants to devour the man child is the mortal mind it is absolutely not the right interpretation of the passage I'm sure that some of you may have come from a Roman Catholic background and if you know Roman Catholic theology You know that another view of the first verse Is that this woman who is described as having been clothed with the Sun and the moon under her feet and on her head a crown of 12 stars being with child travailing in birth pain to be delivered the Roman Catholics teach that this is the Virgin Mary as she has enjoyed her assumption into heaven Now, there's only two or three things wrong with that. First of all, Mary never had an assumption into heaven. And there's no place in the Bible where you will ever find that. And secondly, if she is having an assumption into heaven, what is she doing in heaven pregnant when Jesus has already been born, crucified, resurrected, and he himself is in heaven? Some Protestants teach that this woman is the church. You know, it's interesting that once you become a Christian, if you've had no background at all in Judaism, everything is the church.
1: I have to stop it there because of time. It's a very fascinating part of the Bible, the book of Revelation, written by John on the island of Poptos, where he was exiled. He was the one apostle that was not put to death, but exiled to that island. And when he got there, God showed him all these metaphoric visions. and he, And instructed him to write about it. That's where we got our book of Revelation from. And it's interesting because David is saying that, well, this is, you know, in being interpreted wrong. And this man, I trust him more than anyone else to interpret what Revelation is saying. Because he cross-references it with logic. And uses the godliness that's within him to do it. I just, I, I sense it. And, yeah, the woman is not the church. The Wonder Woman in Revelation 12 is not the church. But that anybody who believes becomes the church. And the, in, the, in, the, in the Bible, God says, do with your hands, let them not be limp. For Love the Lord with your heart, your soul, and your mind, and do with your hands. Well, you are the church, build. Mm-hmm. and that, If you're going to make that the church, then ask them to come so that you might tell of the gospel and of, of his name. It's very interesting, guys. Go to Dr. David Jeremiah. no there's no Dr. in the URL. It's just davidjeremiah.org, and click on the archives and look for Revelation 12, and you'll get this uh, same sermon. That way, you can listen to the whole thing uninterrupted. But since um, at the American Freedom and God podcast, Deborah and I like to cover what's going on in our health, <laughs> and we call this the health segment. And so in the health segment, today I decided that my favorite is to play Dr. Eric Berg. He's got like thousands of videos, and they are all so informative. He backs it with science. He shows you the science. He, he explains the science. He knows all the scientific terms. I can't understand how one brain can memorize all those terms. He's something. <laughs> He's really something. But today, I just want to talk about the health, uh, healthiness uh, myself this time, just for a few minutes. And so, I'm going to start with the subject of processed foods. And uh, so, together we can discuss this. The question is: Should you eat processed foods? And um, What are processed foods? let's start with what are processed foods. Have you ever watched uh, maybe a documentary or a TV show uh, like How It's Made, where they show the process Mm. of, say, uh, a comfort bake that shows up in the freezer at the grocery store? They show the process of how that's made. So all I know is I used to grab that out of the freezer, bring it home, pull the lid off it while reading the instructions, pull the lid off it, i got to put it in for six minutes into the microwave. Well, it doesn't look so good at first because it's all frozen. But after you pull it out and you get a little stir, he's mmm, and it even smells good. So did I ever suspect that I shouldn't be eating that? No. No, I didn't. And I looked at it, and I said, this is so good. It's tasty, too. The the spicy sausage that was down in there. just And all the, um, the blend of flavors bursting in your mouth. So I'm eating processed foods but not thinking anything of it. Many years are going by. Next thing I know, I'm bloated. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, um, I don't look so good. I'm, you know, I'm breaking out. Uh, just things are going wrong. And you think, well, that's because of this, and that's because of that. You need to take this pill, that pill, see this doctor, that doctor. We're, we're, we got a remedy for everything. We're advanced. So don't yeah, you worry. We're
2: advanced, all right. <laughs> we're advanced.
1: We take care of those things, you know. I'll just kind of scan you down with, uh, with the scanner, and we'll figure out what medicine you need. Mm-hmm. So this was all happening because of processed foods. In a nutshell, what is processed food?
2: It's food that's created. It's not a whole food. It's a food-like substance. Like, if you go down the grocery store shelves, a hundred years ago, most of these items weren't even available. And a hundred years ago, most of the diseases that every American has today weren't even around. Hmm.
1: Didn't exist.
2: Didn't exist. Wow. Not as... Not like it does now. For did
1: sure. they have a lot of cancer back like a hundred years ago?
2: A hundred years ago, I or two hundred years ago? I think they they probably had cancer, but I don't think on epidemic levels. I don't think they had diabetes and people needing livers and kidneys yeah. and thyroid problems and I mean stuff that you everybody hears this anymore. How did this happen?
1: Yeah. Well, at the risk of of uh, trying, you know, I'm not actually bad mouthing, but at the risk of bad mouthing processed uh, food creators and you know supermarket items what can we do to avoid eating this stuff that went through the conveyor belt and was GMO'd by scientists and produced in a lab and then put into a little comfort bake and then with all the ingredients on the back that you can't pronounce what can we do instead of settling for that Uh, cook Cook. Well, I'm going to cook the no, comfort bake. Go
2: to the store, buy regular <laughs> potatoes, carrots, oh. meat, sugar, flour, just basic ingredients and pull out your cookbook well, I know, and cook again.
1: I know I can tell you this. If the Americans were to think that way, the, their hurry-up life and their fast-paced go, go-getter type life, would have to slow back down. They'd have to put an apron back on.
2: Well, yeah, but you know what? They might enjoy it.
1: They might enjoy it, and much more than you would think.
2: Yeah, they might enjoy it. You know, it. there
1: is so much. Like when I paint something, I stand back later and say, "Wow!" And and I, I'm just gonna relax. I'm gonna chill. Uh, get me a cold beer, and I'm just gonna reflect on the thing that I just painted and look at it. Wow, that looks good. You feel good when you do stuff.
2: Well, you know, think back to when you were a kid, you know, like my grandmother. She would be like the one who would make the big pot of soup or the big pot of mm-hmm. sauce or
1: store. whatever she did. And yeah. she
2: had her children and grandchildren. She made everything with her heart and love. Yes. So when you ate that, you felt warmth uh, and love. comfort when you open up that can or that freezer <laughs>
1: what do you feel now
2: <laughs> you're feeling nothing okay
1: except cold <laughs> so
2: you know maybe there's a little more to the human than just uh we're transferring of our energy into the food we eat
1: well i i definitely know that that well that's another subject but there's definitely energies to be behold there's definitely that but all i know is Guys, the other thing to be aware of is that it's not just so much that the food was processed and scientifically evolved uh, for, for good or for worse, but that you're going to stick it in a microwave. And yeah. microwaves, microwaving is not healthy. I, I know that it's kind of hard to get that through to anybody since every household has them. And it's convenient. I mean, especially for yesterday's pizza or whatever, you stick it in the microwave.
2: I got a better way. You do get an iron skillet. You put it on. You get that skillet, heated up. Put that old pizza, brings that crust <laughs> right back. That cheese melts, and you think it's fresh pizza. Well,
1: I think most guys got rid of the iron skillets out of their well, house, there, so the old lady know. wouldn't hit them upside the head.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Guys, we're gonna do this. Miss Ben, the American Freedom and God Podcasts with your host, John P. Fox, co-producer Deborah, We are on our way to the next episode. I'm hoping you guys will join in. I hope today's episode was informative. And until then, goodbye. This has been the American Freedom and God Podcast. Join us every week for the latest episodes. Please subscribe, rate, and review the series. Visit us and comment on a blog post at johnpfox.com. Happy listening, and remember to always show your awesome. Bye.
3: Stupid est, stupid